I'll just yeah. get naked. All right. I mean, like, that's all. I still have pants on, so I mean, we're really there's a lot I can do. Welcome to Elder Speak, number 21. I'm Randy Essenchok, Editor-in-Chief of ElderGeek.com. With me this week, I've got uh, Dan Lindelman. Hey, say hello, Dan. Yo, we're finally legal. <laughs> and uh, we got uh, Nate Youngin. Uh, Nate Youngkin's here with us. Hello. And Good luck. Mats Polska. Hey, you made it. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm here. As usual. <laughs> All right, and... Uh, I'm just going to start off with a couple of status updates on the site. Um, number one, if uh, if any of you guys haven't seen it already, we actually just reviewed uh, the GP2X Wiz, uh, which is actually a badass little handheld, and um, we're all kind of fighting over it at the moment. So we figured that the best solution was, instead of a, a fist fight to the death, was to kind of give it away to a member um, of our site. So if you haven't checked it out yet, check out our raffle. All you have to do is register your name actually on our site and then send us an email to contest at eldergeek.com and uh, say that you'd like to be entered uh, with your username, your actual name, and your home address, and you're entered into the raffle. And that's about it. Um, also, in case you've been blind, we've updated our site massively, and actually Nate was uh, the driving force behind that. So way to go, Nate, man. Way to Take it away, so sir. Tell us about it. All right. Well, the main idea is that we're trying to create an online magazine versus a normal website. So I've done it for the construction article and an interview that Randy did with Phantom EFX CEO to try and create more magazine-like layouts and just make it more interesting to look at so that not only can you be entertained by the text, but by visual presentation. Because pretty much every website you look at nowadays is just text in boxes with a square picture in between everything. So I'm trying to break the mold with the design and make it work. And as we go along, we're going to figure out what works, what doesn't. Maybe things take too long to load, or maybe it just isn't working out for the audience. But whatever happens, we'll be constantly updating it based on how things go. Yeah, and there you have it. And at the same time, if anybody's actually out there and they're finding any kind of minor issues with the site, don't be afraid to send us an email and be as detailed as possible about what issue you've found and, you know, all the fun stuff about, like, what web browser and everything you're using, you know, all the fun, boring stuff. Um, our topic this week, before we actually go into the news, we're actually going to be um, discussing the four major um, online experiences, so PC, Wii, PS3, and Xbox 360. Um, and we're going to discuss the pros and cons of each one, uh, just for in case anybody actually has or does not have the, you know, those consoles to and know what to expect going into it. But uh, now we're probably going to pop into the news, and I think Dan's actually going to take that this week. 
Oh, um, I thought we'd do a little bit of a, a chit-chat oh. about what we've been playing lately. Oh, you know uh, what? We'll do, the, we'll do the what we've been playing after the news. Everybody wants to know what the hell's going on. Let's hear the news. All right. All right. The news is hot news. Disney buys Marvel. So we have Wolverine the Pooh coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do we have any thoughts on it? Are we going to get a, a you know, Tigger uh, type of crossover? What are we getting? What are we thinking? Does this have any ramifications or... I don't it's know. Just being a giant moneymaker. I think the biggest change or update you're going to see is just um, there's going to be like Marvel themed parks at Disney or something like that. More Marvel themed rides and characters walking around and stuff like that. But Disney's had adults um, in intellectual property before, and it turns out to be halfway decent. So I'm hoping they don't change very much. Actually, yeah. you know, you kind of reminded me something that Disney is just going to take over all of Orlando, Florida, because if they've got Marvel and Marvel is kind of half of Universal Studios Park, man, oh, you right. can't you can't go anywhere in, in Orlando that won't be like owned by Disney. <laughs> You're just called Dislando from now on. Di- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm really punny today. Um, yeah. In addition to that, though, like, wow, Crime and Christ, what was I just going to say? Yeah, um, Disney actually has a lot of really great animators. I mean, lest we forget, like, the Pixar crew, things like that. Maybe it'll make, like, these comic book movie games um, better, possibly. I don't know if that's going to help it or at least make it look prettier. Yeah. I, think, I think that's a good point. I mean, when you remove the um, the acting, uh, at least the, the visual acting, it makes – I think it'll make these sort of uh, superhero stories more, uh, more enjoyable. Just because you don't have to have a guy behind the mask that that emotes as well as you know um, the cartoons, right? And I mean even even like something like The Incredibles kind of actually was pretty badass. Uh, mm. All things considered, I'd like to see a reanimated uh, Batman series done by Pixar. But that's just, I mean that's outrageous. But well, hey. that's that's not Marvel. That's um, DC. Is oh yeah yeah. I'm sorry. Well whatever. <laughs> Comics. <laughs> Something cool. I don't know. Get Spider-Man back in the loop. That'd be nice. I miss Spider-Man. I don't. So, no. Anyway, well, I well, like all things uh, cartoonized. And speaking of things that look a little bit cheesy, we've got uh, another news piece coming up. If we're okay on this, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okami for the DS and uh, Chibi Ratsu, as he's been called by the intertubes. Um, how do we feel? Um, cool. Yeah. I I you know I never really got into the first Okami. I'm like the only person on the planet that didn't uh, that didn't see it as the manna from heaven. No, I'm not saying no. it sucked, but I'm I, it's just I'm not as jacked about it as most people out there are. See, the thing uh, is with Okami, I think that all the industry guys, all the the um, I wouldn't call them snobs, but I'd say they were definitely above hardcore uh, in terms of gaming. <laughs> they saw it as the second coming, and and. Okami never really sold well, so obviously it didn't appeal to the mass audience. Mm. Um, I do, th- I do think it was a good game though, so I'm looking forward to this. And I have a DS. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Actually, uh, one of the things that I always like, um, I put use Microsoft Paint, and I would make like fake DS games, and this was one of them. And so apparently somebody's listening to what I write down in my Facebook things. <laughs> so there's fake. Okami coming for DS. And it's so damn cute. <laughs> so. The original game looked interesting. No, I actually never played it, but 
I think it would be uh, cool. To, I, I, is it? Why is it like a big deal that it's coming to the DS though? Like, why is well, that big news? The thing um, is, a lot of. Sorry, you want to take it? No, oh, I guess. Okay. Um, well, the thing is with Okami, what you did was you drew uh, to solve puzzles and 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 stuff. So you actually drew on the screen with the analog stick on the PS2 in that at least. So with, on the DS, this would be a much more natural thing as you have a stylus and and you can actually draw, you know, physically. So I think this is a great fit. I wish I think the other the other thing is uh, the <coughs> DS has a larger install base right now than the Wii. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So I mean, they're just seeing like the. I mean, not only is it going to be more functional for the users to be able to do it, but uh, you know they're seeing this as just a giant pile of money. Yep. And yeah. they should. It's going to be a huge seller. Well, it did come out for the Wii as well, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sold about comparative, I believe, on the Wii as it did to the PS2. Um, but the Wii had a little bit of a smaller install base, so maybe the word's kind of getting out, and maybe this like you know third final hurrah will finally get a. You know, Okami out there. Yeah, not to mention that the the first Okami for or the one for the Wii that was just a remake, right? But this is an entirely new game. Yeah, this is a new game. One for the Wii was just the PS2 one remade with uh, some waggle attacks and the ability to like use the cursor to draw things on. Mm. I was a fan, but uh, yeah, I think that's pretty okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, golly. All right. Um, so I think we're gonna move on in news. So I can't I can't read or write. I'm actually illiterate. So I apologize in advance. I just play video games. Golly was actually in the notes. We actually have for Dan's notes. Golly. All right. Golly, guys. Uh, so uh, actually, I downloaded this this morning. So this is really pertinent. Uh, PS3 firmware 3.0 is live. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's um um I guess it. Well, it looks nice, but it doesn't really do anything in terms of gaming. Um, it's it's a presentation upgrade. That's about it. It it makes it easier to go to the store and makes it easier to use for perhaps casual people, as as Skip mentioned on last episode. Uh, but yeah. uh, from what I can tell, uh, I haven't really gotten that much out of it, other than the nice new looks. Yeah, actually. Um... Most of the things I noticed were cosmetic changes, but what's unfortunate about that is I didn't really like any of the cosmetic changes. Like the they changed the startup a little bit, so it's like shorter and it's less pretentious sounding, which was okay. But then when you're in the store, like the beep 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 beep, 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 beep like those beeping sounds when you click on stuff are way more annoying than they used to be. Wait, huh? It's that's is that exclusive to America or something? Beeping noises, the store. Yeah, because they're they're the same beeping noises they're all they've always been, a, a, from my end at least. No, no, it used to be like like this like soft kind of thing, and now it's like <laughs> really coarse, irritating. I hate it. I don't, I, just, I only noticed. So like, I don't know. I'm mad. So maybe we'll get another geek rage on. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, one thing I did notice though was how they, um, in the settings, they actually describe every uh, every option, as opposed to earlier when you just had to guess what something did. You now actually get a detailed description of exactly what it's going to change. So I like that, um, and um, and I, I it's a good thing they they sort of focused more on directing people to the PlayStation Store. You know. Just to make sure that the people actually use it. Uh, right now, I think only the most hardcore people are using it, so that's a good thing. 
Uh oh. We have somebody well, turning into a robot. What's going on? Dan went robotic. Um, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> is, is it everyone or is it just him? I think it's just well, him. Oh, wait. Mots is going robotic too. No, that was son. Did I get that? Am I? <laughs> Am I still a robot? There no. you go. You're better. You're fine. Am I fine? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Uh, do you have a headset on, or are yeah. you, like, on, on desktop speakers or something? Huh. Say something. Say that... a long sentence, Dan. Yeah. I'm going to say a very, very long sentence so that everybody can understand that I'm able to articulate things and that I'm not a robot. Excellent. Am I a robot still? That oh, works. fun. Um, okay, good. I'm sorry about that, guys. No problem. <laughs> I, I think I'm actually going to leave this in. <laughs> good. Great. That's uh, something I like to hear. So, after a collection of uh, hardware issues here, how about a God of War collection coming up for the PlayStation 3? Is that exciting yes. news? Very exciting news. I think I lost my copy of the originals, so I'm actually going to be picking that one up. I'm down with collection video games. I think it's just like a greatest hits little, little compilation, and I don't know. There's probably going to be really cool artwork and really cool extras. I always remember the first two games having nice, like, extras. So yeah. I'm excited to see what they throw in there, especially to fill up a Blu-ray. Yeah, now you get it all in HD, so that's good. I think what they, you know, considering almost everybody out there is bitching about how most of these <laughs> PS3s are not backwards compatible to PS2, I think they probably made the smartest move in taking one of the most successful games on the PS2, which was no longer backwards compatible, and made it, the, you know, on the platform that everybody's going to end up buying anyway when they're, you know, within their next game comes out. So that was really smart on their behalf. Yeah, and probably this yep. is this is a more uh, business healthy way of bringing the games to the PS3. Yeah. So. No, there you go. Um. All right. So I don't know. Any points on that? Oh no! No. Robot. Domo arigato, Mister Robot. Should we should we try reconnecting him? Yes, sir. Let's do that. Let's reconnect. I think Dan can just do it. All right, I'm yeah. farewell, I'm Dan. Okay. <laughs> I killed Dan. Hey, he's back. Just to sound like a robot. No, that sounds fun. Oh shit, that's because I'm talking to you through my um computer's mic. Yeah, oh, shit. I, if that I works. Thought, I, I thought we were hearing an echo. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of feedback from you. Oh shit. <laughs> Anyway, anything good now? Bad? Yay! Yay! Are you using the same headset as Kip? Yeah. See, that explains a lot. Only he gets that headset sucks. Yeah, only he gets all all static, and you get robot. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just something about our personalities. I think we can do a hardware <laughs> review on on the headset that you guys are using. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah. Which apparently you bought them. I did. I bought them. <laughs> they're poor college kids, and they didn't have money to buy their own $20 headsets. That's true. I didn't. I still... <laughs> All right. Um, uh, last and final bit of news. Take it away, Dan. Hey, all right. GT Chinatown Wars now not only going from DS to PSP, but also on the iPhone. Um, um, uh, yeah. It's, um, I'm going to get it because, you know, it fits. 
But yeah, uh, question: Did we get any pricing on that? Because um, the other versions are somewhere near thirty or forty dollars, and uh, no, but I can't I imagine thought... they'll be more than fifteen, or it'll be more. You don't than think 15. so? Well, I don't I mean, think I, I don't think a game can be successful on the iPhone for that much. Yeah, but I mean, it's GTA. It's kind of I don't know. I, I I was actually really concerned about that being on the iPhone. I was like, really, like full retail price game through the App Store. But, mm. I mean, it's a good game. I have it for the DS, and I was always concerned how they would do it for the PSP with, like, the little, you know, carjacking minigames and whatnot. But yeah, I guess if it's on iPhone, that'll be... See, that's the thing. That's the part I like the most. You know, the... Little... Yeah, you know, the assembling the rifle and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I that mean, was... I, I guess I'm kind of worried about the PSP version in that case. I think we yeah. talked about it on another podcast sometime, but... I think uh, the iPhone is going to be the best version, even better than the DSi one, because or the DS one, because um, the iPhone is touchscreen is just so much more precise than the DS one. Well, so. then I'd also be worried about controller uh, character control because uh, the DS does have a D-pad. And, yeah, true. I mean, that's. I, I think it's probably just going to be one of those uh, drag to move. Yeah. I don't want to be a wet blanket here. I mean, you're excited about it. I'm just excited about it, but I already have the damn game, so. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't be too excited. Um, so yeah, I think that actually uh, wraps us up for news. There's some good thoughts on uh, you know these games and these new little collections. Uh, Rando, cool. All right, before we actually start, you know, stabbing each other in the th- over the question of the week in, in gaming, let's uh, let's just do a real real quick uh, round the table what everybody's been playing uh, this week. Um, Dan, we'll give you a couple of seconds uh, worth of breath. Mots, do you want to say what you've been gaming this week or doing geeky wise? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, well, I've been playing some more Call of Duty and and uh, and some uh, some um, Red Red Redemption again. Or no, no sorry, it's Call of Duty or Juarez. Juarez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, f- I remember why I quit that game. Now it's just it doesn't keep you in- it doesn't keep you interested for long. Huh. And the story is particularly bad. So, uh, but. It's it's fun to shoot people, but that's about it in the game. Um, the structure. Don't bother. Worth buying. Worth renting. Worth renting at most. Um, try it out. The shooting's fun, uh, but the structure and the pacing and, and the story and the voice acting and everything is horrible. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Nate, what about you? What have you been playing this week? If uh, you, if you got a chance to play anything at all. Yeah, I was mostly just working on the website. To be honest, I played a little TF2 when I just needed to shoot something, but I've been up late just uh, just working basically. We we turned Nate into a vampire by accident. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I've been up till 6 a.m. like the past four nights. That oh, actually geez. sounds a little familiar. <laughs> yeah. Dan, what have you uh, what have you been playing this week, buddy? Well, I started doing my teacher assistant. Uh, ship this week, so it's been a little bit rough. I've been doing a lot of Geometry Wars, um, a handful of Wii Sports Resort with the uh, new roommates that I have, and uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy, which is just the coolest thing ever made, because it is. Cool. <laughs> um, I, I also just bought some more Magic cards, but I think we focus more on video games today. It's geek.com, dude, not, not yeah, games.com. Yeah, that's, 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 that's true. <laughs> geek, so. Yeah, I found a cheap place, so I bought some more. Nice. I haven't really yeah, that's all. How about you? Um, I've uh, been playing uh, Batman Arkham Asylum as much as I could, and um, I also did uh, a preview copy of Obscure the Aftermath for the PSP, which was uh, 
which is actually pretty cool. I was I was actually surprised that, you know, um, before I got a chance to play it, you know, it's been released on a ton of other platforms and everybody was saying how much they they hate it. But, uh, you know, it's a it's a PSP handheld horror game. You know, what what the hell do you expect out of it? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it's not not every game out there is going to be Silent Hill. And uh, and I really liked it. I thought it was creepy as shit. But at the same time, it was it was uh, um, it was it was it knew it was a horror game and it knew that it was coming from like cheesy roots and it kind of kept up the whole cheese factor. So I kind of liked it for that. That's pretty cool. From what I can tell, horror games really work on the handheld platform because it's so much more personal. And you know, if you sit in a dark room with the thing in your hands, it it, it sort of makes you uh, immerse a, lo- a lot more. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it was it's def- it definitely gives you that immersion factor. But uh, I think uh, you can actually do it uh, why uh, wirelessly and play with a buddy. And um, I kind of think that would probably break the immersion factor, to be honest with you, because. Mm. Even like when you're playing Left 4 Dead, it's a ton of fun. But for some reason, when you're playing with three other guys, like it totally breaks the whole fourth wall, you know, and it suddenly stops being like a scary zombie experience and it turns into a, you know, an arcade shooter. You and your friends sticking around, shooting stuff in the face. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Actually, I wanted to say something about the uh, horror games because I was playing Dementia DS for a little while. And uh, this was a little while back. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of fun. But like whenever it would get like something would. I get a little scared and like realize that I'm scared of a video game. It was really great because I could just move my like extend my arms all the way back and then realize that it's on this tiny little screen and I could just take myself out of the horror and be like, okay, whew, bring it back down. <laughs> you know what's funny? When I was actually playing that game, I remember the one time I got like scared shitless and I was actually sitting on the train, you know, playing the game. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough when you're reading a book and you laugh out loud at something that you've read because then you're the crazy person. But what kind of person <laughs> are you if you're playing a game and you start getting, like, randomly scared sitting on the train? <laughs> Did you editor-in-chief of eldergeek.com? I think is what you are. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Let's uh, let's hop right into our main discussion. Um, we're, we're actually going to be talking about the uh, the online platform experiences. Um which ones are still relevant, which ones might not be still relevant, and uh, what to expect out of each one of them. Um, let's start off with uh, let's start off with the oldest. Let's start off with PC. Um, Nate, do you want to you want to give us like the breakdown of what people can expect on a on a PC uh, you know network experience? Well, sure. You have several choices, and it kind of depends on what you're playing. But an overall buddy list system, the closest you're going to find is Xfire. That, it, that I've been able to find myself. And that they update that, and it's free, but it's driven off of advertising. So you get a little advertisement window in your in your X-Fire program. But to me, that, that doesn't really bother me, especially considering all, like, you pay for Xbox Live for 50 bucks, and they have advertising plastered all over the stupid thing. But anyways. <laughs> um... Yeah, so X-Fire is one of those all-around. They update it all the time to include as many games as possible, and they have an overlay system. I think they've even included a overlay browser system now, too. Another real popular one is Steam, which is really good. I use that all the time just because I've been buying a lot of Valve games. The only problem with that is any non-games tend not to allow the buddy list to register like what server you're playing in. Ah, like, I think uh, Mots was talking about Call of Duty last podcast about how yep. he couldn't join through Steam. Did you ever try X-Fire? Uh, actually, not yet. Um, I'll I'll do it this, the next time me and my uh, roommate play. 
Yeah, yeah the, the problem with Steam is that even though I bought, uh, both me and my roommate bought uh, Call of Duty 4 from Steam, we can't figure out what server each of us are on. So I can't, unless I manually find the server among 13,000 servers, um, I can't figure out, I can't find his, um, where he's playing and join that game. Uh, which yeah. is annoying, yeah. of course. Uh, I'm I can... not really sure why they did that, because it seems like they could have easily taken the route like X-Fire has done and just read the server list of where somebody is. Yeah. But, uh, I don't. I guess that's not their intention with their buddy list. Yeah, they also they've also recently included um, like achievements on on Steam as well for like Valve games only, as far as I know. Um... Well, they've added them to, if you bought Unreal Tournament off of Steam, Unreal Tournament 3, they added some achievements in there, I think. Oh, cool. Mm. I think it was Unreal Tournament. I'm I hoping, I'm hoping the new Call of Duty will have some. Yeah. Yeah. So but. for, like, the achievement whores out there, that's, you know, that's definitely something that's available for them. Well, if you're really into achievements, there's also the the Windows Live, which... <laughs> Overall, I think it's garbage, but I have to admit, with a game, I bought uh, Street Fighter 4, and I was playing on there online, and it worked pretty well, so I was fairly impressed with that, but I played Gears of War on the PC on Windows Live, and I don't know if it has more to do with the game, with their netcode, or if it's live itself, but... That was so infuriating. I mean, you sit there and you're shooting people in the face. Nothing happens until ten seconds later. It just Ouch. that yeah. was that was the game actually. Yeah, I was gonna say that's just gears. Yeah, how it works. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've uh, overall I don't like peer-to-peer connections. I I like servers, dedicated servers. Mm. Well, well actually, that's kind of the cool thing about Steam. It actually will dedic- like attach you to dedicated servers as well. Like if if the uh, if they're standard on the servers, game. depending on the game. Like for games like Team Fortress Two and for like Left 4 Dead, you're probably always going to find a good dedicated server. Yeah, well, there's thousands. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Call of Duty has tens of thousands. Yep, that's insane. It is kind of insane. <laughs> Um, since their browser doesn't work. But then on PC, <laughs> your other alternative is um, just in-game buddy systems, if they have any. And a lot of PC games build in their own buddy system, which kind of makes it a broken experience if you play a lot of different games. But if you're really focused on one game, for the most part, a lot of them will have some sort of in-game friends list where you can I, I suppose servers and friends and stuff. I suppose that's why the buddy list in Call of Duty uh, doesn't uh, function because it's uh, you have to create a, d- a different sign-in or a different ID in Call of Duty, not necessarily the same as the Steam ID. Yeah, I so, don't I don't know how what they do when they convert stuff. Yeah, I mean it could just be that Steam doesn't handle servers like that. Mm. Well, you know, answer me this, Nate. Like, if you if you think that you were a first time like real. Um, I say this is like your first time really using a PC as like a gaming platform. How tough do you think it would be for a um, a non-standard PC user to be able to get like a good gaming experience out of a out of a PC and and a, and a network Steam? Well, not uh, not talking about knowing your hardware and stuff like that. Just assuming your computer can run everything and hopping on. For if you bought like a game, let's say Left 4 Dead or Team Fortress 2. It'll work just fine without... I mean, you won't have any problems figuring it out. 
as long as you've, you're familiar with a server list, essentially. Right. That's, I suppose, the biggest difference between a lot of the consoles and the PC is that there's a standard list of servers that you have to choose from, and you actually have to know what a ping is. Lower the ping, the better, for those who don't know. Mm. But there's a lot of console people who've never even heard the word or don't understand network connections at all. So to get the best experience, it's better to have a general working knowledge of just how a network works, like ping times, stuff like that. And it's important to mention that... Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's important to mention that learning this stuff doesn't take time. It's it's five minutes out of your day. Uh, yeah. Uh, perhaps, uh, you know, update yourself once a month or something. But um, uh, I wanted to, to, to note that uh, how we, on consoles, we usually have the quick connects or the, uh, uh, you know, the um, join a game now or something. Uh, this is very rare on, on the PC platform. Usually you do, as Nate said, have to join a server and have to look through a server list to find the, the kind of server you want with the kind of specs you want. Yeah, there there are a couple games. Left 4 Dead has it, but honestly, I hate the way they have it set up on mm. Left 4 Dead on PC because you don't get the option to look through a server list. All you have is the option to auto join something. There is a way to there is a way to actually look at server lists. Like there's a I had to do oh, it once, a but console it's command. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it through like your console command, but it's not easy, you know. Yeah. And it it. Sometimes it'll put you in weird servers that are modded or something like that. They're yeah. not always right. Mm. But then there's – I talk about World in Conflict because that's one of my favorite games. That has some play now. Like it has a big play now button where it'll automatically join you into something. Yeah. Cool. It, it really all depends on the game. One one of my favorite things about like PC gaming and, and PC network gaming is the fact that uh, there's actually multiple places where you can buy games from and download them directly to your – so, I mean, most people think that Steam is the only place you can go to, but uh, uh, there's also Direct to Drive, which is actually owned by IGN, so you can actually buy games from them and download them. Um, EA has their own store where you can just download games directly to your PC. Uh, there's also services like Gamersgate and, um, gosh, I think there's another one out there as well. I mean, but, you, have, um, you have stuff like File Plant and stuff, and they get some of the games as well. Yeah, exactly. So you never really need to leave your home ever if you're, you know, if you're wanting to do like, you know, online gaming PC stuff. Um, yeah. Whereas that's that's kind of a new, a relatively new concept for consoles to be able to download whole games and play them there. So um, I, I like that. I like that concept, and I like the fact that you can actually, you know, compare prices and stuff. You know, most most weekends, Gamersgate and Steam run sales and stuff. So the biggest yeah. difference between PC and consoles is choice. With the PC, you have much more control and much more choice in where you go and what you do versus the consoles, which you have, you know, there, you have the Xbox store and you have the PlayStation store and that's it because they mm. control those consoles. They control the content that goes on them. PlayStation 3 at least gives you more liberty with what you can do with your console, but for the most part, you know, it's their stuff or nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I also want to mention that even though you do pay a bunch of money to upgrade your PC so that it can run these games, uh, once you actually do that, the games themselves are a lot cheaper and uh, oh, yeah. go down go down in price much faster than they do on the consoles. Most of the uh, time, they they look better too. Yeah, you'll find even in in, in retail stores, you'll find um, when a new game comes out for every console and the PC, the PC version is often you you know like forty bucks. bucks left. Yeah. 
so you had 20 bucks less or 10 bucks less or whatever. Uh, and then if you go on Steam two weeks later, you'll see it down to, you know, 30 or, or even 25. So it's just, um, the, uh, I mean, the, the, the promotional stuff is just way much, uh, much better on the PC. Yeah. yeah, and well, there's no one trying to charge you to use your own internet connection either. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, would uh, you know? Would you vote PC gaming is still a viable network experience? Would you still like is Absolutely. is quote unquote PC gaming dying? No. Well, we <laughs> use it all the time, so it can't be. <laughs> it, it's it's not anywhere near dying. The only, I mean, the only reason that stuff, the whole PC gaming dying thing is coming around was because of those NPD reports about hard copy sales. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They weren't and, they weren't tracking like they weren't tracking Steam or Gamers Gate or anything. No, like they that. weren't tracking any online transactions. So all that was just like started this weird hys- hysteria that oh my god PC's dying and it's not. It's fine. Also, you I, know what was terrible was uh, you know what was terrible was the fact that it wasn't just gamers that were buying into that. It was like developers were buying into that and they started moving a lot of stuff over to, you know, platform as well. Like Mm. You know, if they were worried about losing so much money on PC, but yeah. I also want to say, if anything, it's it's not dying. If it is, if we we're gonna say that it's not dying, then it's changing. Uh, you see the emergence of MMOs. World of Warcraft is the most. Uh, well, I, I I think it's pretty safe to say that it's the game that has made the most money ever. Um, Probably, yeah, yeah. I think that's safe <laughs> to say. Yeah, and uh, uh, maybe even entertainment medium. Um, so. If anything, we're we're sort of transitioning into this new age of online gaming, uh, which the PC still rules at, if you ask me. Uh, if only for the for the keyboard, uh, able being able to type <laughs> faster and stuff like that. So um, be able be able to kill somebody and then type a nice message to them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lovely letter. <laughs> so I, I want to back up the last statement on the PC is that yeah, like there are a lot of options. Uh-oh. Robots are Uh-oh. worth it. Like, I'm saying that you're, you're, you're learning uh, her to exist. <laughs> oh, uh, Dan, everything you just said was wasted, man. We didn't yeah. hear a word. Uh, <laughs> oh. Fuck. How do you think? <laughs> Am I back or no? You're back. You're yeah. sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, Dan, Dan, let's, let's go ahead and say your, your final piece about it, and then we'll actually move into Wii and, and the Wii's platforming, or but Wii's yeah. networking. Oh, sure. I was just saying that there is a learn on PC and figuring out all those things, but, like, the time it takes to learn them is pretty much absolutely worth it because you just get to choose your servers, make servers. Yeah. Cry, you cutting all out. Oh. What's up with you? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you, Dad? Do you have a wireless wireless mic? No, it's wired. God it damn it. connection or the microphone? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Shit. Maybe? Might be the internet connection, actually. Wait. Uh, do I sound like... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're breaking up a bit. It might be your internet connection, bud. Damn PC networking! Well, (laughs) I'm on a Mac, so don't, you know. (laughs) Did Kif go ahead? 
Yeah. No, um, my friend giving it to me for like three hundred dollars less than MSRP did. <laughs> um, you want to call me back? Am I still a robot? Yeah, let me give you a call right back. It's like you go in and out. It's weird. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I just killed Dan again. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him die for a couple more seconds. Let him sweat it out. <laughs> All right. Let's see if that works. Oh, hey everybody. Hey. hey. <laughs> So everyone, this is Dan. <laughs> Say hi, Dan. Oh, hey. No more Dan Bato. <laughs> Let's, uh... What are you doing here? I didn't expect to see you. <laughs> back sometimes. Uh, let's, uh, let's get Dan to talk. Uh, again, let's just do uh, the what you had to say about PC, and then we'll go right into uh, Wii stuff. Okay. There's uh, Actually, there's a learning curve for PC I found, and it's even complicated for somebody like me kind of know what's going on. But the second you learn it, it just makes it absolutely wonderful, and the freedom and like mod communities and all that good stuff. Like, like Nate said, like it's most it's difficult to learn it maybe the first time, but after that, it's wonderful. Cool. So you you cool. actually you actually mentioned a point I want to go over uh, quickly, just because I think it's a major point that we miss, and that's the mod community. Um, yeah. If you play games like Oblivion and Fallout, that just makes the game so much better it's it's really it's it's an entirely new experience and yeah it's like free expansions yeah, yeah the reason i even mentioned it was because my pc gaming experience is almost nearly limited to counter strike which isn't even a game or wasn't even a game i should say it was just a mod yeah like left, left for dead i think was started as oh, a mod yeah, somebody yeah actually it was a cs mod people were just like hey let's make everybody have knives and uh we get guns but yeah, <laughs> so the mod community is kind of huge, and I think it gives you even more bang for your buck in in the world of PC. Cool, cool. Mm. So, so uh, Dan, um, school us on Wii. Well, okay. The first time experience is going to be exactly like the last time experience because it has been <laughs> built for the most simple user ever. Everything is just you point at it, you click it. Um, and, and you can buy stuff. The problem is, is there's a little bit more clicking with, with friend codes and entering your uh, uh, credit card information in to buy these, uh, the Wii points, say if you wanted to purchase a game or some other software that comes on it. Um, it's overly complicated for what it should be. I mean, if you, the whole idea is to like you know go to the lowest common denominator, and if you were doing that, you would think that something like uh, Xbox Live or PSN where you just have a name, that's it. And you can tell somebody your name, and then you're friends with them. It would work. However, it's not. Yeah, that um, is that is kind of unfortunate. That what is it? A 16-digit code? Um, I want to say, but it, it totally could be 16. I don't know, long as hell. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would like to sit in on the board meeting when when they decided that that was a good idea. <laughs> I would, I would just like, like to hear the reasoning. Yeah. Um, fortunately, for as far as network gaming goes, um, a lot of companies, actually EA in particular, has been pretty good about uh, making workarounds so that you just have to, like, they use it as, like, a, it's a universal friend. Like, you become EA's friend, and then after that, all you, you only had information, and then it's just like an EA Nation kind of uh, game thing. And a couple other companies are coming around to getting around this the world's worst network gaming solution. That's probably a pretty good <laughs> idea. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, it turns out that if you put a bunch of coders with a huge problem of network gaming, they're going to find a way to do it. But again, that's that's a more recent advent. Um, so as far as, that, as far as network gaming goes, uh, 
otherwise the features and services i mean it's got a it's got a pretty all right web browser and it kind of works like a mouse this was kind of the funny thing um my parents just got the internet just like just understood it right and we've had a computer with the internet forever right i mean we had um i think in 1989 we had the internet back in 1989 his mom was stealing movies before anybody knew how to do it <laughs> <laughs> Pirates. Well, it wasn't the internet. It wasn't called the internet yet, but we had Prodigy, and it made you dial on. Anyways, um, but they never got it. They never. They, they can't do it. But all every day I would come home after my brother's Wii was left downstairs at their place. Um, they'd be on YouTube like, you can check out this video. Look at it. This kid just got back from the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, it's it's really cool that. They were able to use that as, as far as, you know, the internet browser and, I don't know, they send me little uh, emails. They call them emails. There's some decent things that are pretty easy to use, but there is kind of this really dumb bit about friend codes. And once you overcome that hurdle, though, it's it's cute, it's nice, and now there's the We Speak channel. You can use it like a phone Aww. or you can use phone uh, you know I'm can gonna, i use my I, little my my little wee avatar to do my talking for me like is his mouth animated when i talk um, that's actually something i'm not entirely familiar with my brothers have the channel but i did not get the microphone with animal crossing so uh, <laughs> i really don't know I'm, I'm, let me get back to you on that one i'm gonna go off topic a bit here and say pray to whatever god or whatever you you believe in that your mother or father doesn't discover facebook because oh yeah because uh, Randy knows this, my mother has, and recently she uh, she uh, she killed me. I'm I'm actually dead now inside. Uh, because of course, with with uh, Facebook, she discovered all the quiz services you can use. Um, and then I get an update on Facebook uh, telling me which sex position my mother would like to use. <laughs> so yeah, you're talking to a dead man right now. Um, oh. <laughs> Mats, my boy. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I showed them Facebook, but I told them that they were disallowed from using it because somebody at a family reunion I recently attended is on Facebook. Um, <laughs> so that, that's already gotten interesting enough. I'm so sorry, though, to hear about your losses. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's put it back on topic a bit, and actually we'll talk about the games that are actually available on on the on the Wii. And I gotta say, that's actually my favorite it's still my favorite part about the Wii is the fact that i can go on onto their you know game network and and download old games and and kind of make this little trip down memory lane um yeah but, but to kind of counter that and i'm not i'm not promoting pirating in any way shape or form but uh you know roms have been around for pc gamers for a really really long time and uh i, I don't know what your questionable stance is on him uh but anyway i'm just saying that it's there yeah. So to um, sum up, so to oh. sum up, Randy Yasenchuk from Eldergeek.com says, "Hey kids, piracy is cool." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's gonna. I'm just saying that there's there's a huge moral gray area because a lot of those companies don't exist anymore, and they you know nobody's making any money off of them, and they'll never actually make it onto like you know uh, like the Wii Store or anything like that. But for games that are actually on the Wii Store, it's kind of badass to be able to play like Ninja Gaiden three with uh you know. With the controller and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, all of us, or at least I have a theory that most of us have pirated something uh, sometime. Um, Get down. 
<laughs> so Never yeah, I mean, that. some things are just a ripoff, and um, well, we're not exactly exactly endorsing piracy, but it's not as bad as as um, let's say punching other, babies. Yeah, as punching babies <laughs> or other crimes. Not nearly as bad as punching babies. Um, <laughs> actually, cover quote. <laughs> I was actually in a, in a game store today, uh, just down the street from me, and a lot of the prices were actually higher. I mean, I know there's like the collector's value of having the actual cartridge than they were on the virtual console, and I was just like, man, that's uh, yeah. You guys know you're getting beat out on the Wii's internet browser or the online service, but I mean, they don't care because collectors are collectors and they're gonna buy the damn cartridge no matter what. So. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, is does it? Is it still functional? What can they do to fix it? Um, as far as downloading things, I really, well, after the SD card fix, and you, you have enough memory to actually download things that you want, and enough things that you want, as as like in you know, a regular kind of more like an SD gamer, um, <laughs> you would plug in a four gig SD card. It's up to thirty two, so it actually. Uh, <laughs> Beats out 360 on some games. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> it's it's not a bad solution, but after that fix happened, uh, it became easier to buy things. Now, network gaming on it, uh, yeah, it's usually pretty miss. I think the only one that really works like I have intended it to was Mario Kart, but um, yeah, like Smash Brothers would have been like the ideal one to play online, and it's pretty crappy and. There's a couple others that aren't that great, but... Well, apparently the AI games are supposed to work pretty well, so... I guess that's the... Oh, yeah. You know, I I should take that back. Um, Shoot, what game was it? I don't want to say it was like a Medal of Honor or something. I just rented it to see what the controls were like, because somebody said they were like Metroid. And then... So, I can only imagine Dreamline their code and gotten better now. Dan, you're going to have to repeat that last part. Oh, in the early days. <laughs> Whatever compliment he was trying to pay to Nintendo just failed. It just splattered all over the sidewalk right there. Yeah. Well, we'll move right into uh, 360 once once Dan gets back-ish. I'm, <laughs> I'm hanging up on you, Dan. <laughs> Killed. Killed. All right. Killed. That's the problem with internet podcasts, I guess. Yeah. Next up, there's a better program that could be used. I really wish there was one. We've been hunting around for a better one for a while. Well, there's always Ventrilo, sorry, Ventrilo, but then you have to pay for a dedicated server and all that stuff. I have a friend who has a dedicated server. I could ask if we could use it. Hmm. Ring, ring, Dan. I wonder if he's restarting his machine. Oh, All right, should we just move on to... Um... Yeah, let's just move on to 360. Yep. All right, uh, I moving on to 360, I guess I'm I'm the one that's going to be uh, defending the 360. Um, first-time users should probably expect a pretty straightforward experience. You know, you pop in, they make you pick a screen name, I think actually before you even start the damn thing. And um, that's about it. You, you start a screen name, you can actually go in, you can actually download demos, you can download... Uh, actually, now you can download full games to it. And uh, as time goes on, they're trying to do their best to improve the experience by adding in Facebook integration. Uh, Netflix actually hopped on last year, so if you happen to have uh, an internet connection, Xbox Live Gold, and also P- 
paying for Netflix, you can watch Netflix on your TV. Um, so uh, overall, Xbox is probably considered by many the, the premier uh, online experience. So there you have it. Nice. Go, go ahead. Start throwing the punches. <laughs> well, um, Xbox definitely is the best in terms of, of um, multiplayer gaming, um, online gaming. I'm going to say, though... On the consoles, yeah. Uh, I'm go- uh, well, uh, if you don't count, consoles. if you don't count X Fire, I'm gonna say that the buddy system on Xbox works much better than the PC system. Okay. Uh, a universal a universal buddy list is a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Uh, but of course you have to pay for it. You you do have to pay fifty bucks a year, uh, which isn't that much, but it is um it is more money. Um, for something you more get for free everywhere else. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, it's more should... than you should have to pay. I mean, yeah. they're giving you a buddy list. They're not giving you extra services. They aren't providing you with servers. They're giving you a buddy list. Mm. Oh, a buddy list is really cool. I have had buddy lists on my PC for as long as I can remember, and I think it's so retarded that they charge 50 bucks a year to use your own Internet. I mean... When you sign into Xbox, it's littered with advertisements of their games or, like, spend – how much do those stupid little wallpapers cost that you can normally download on the Internet for free? Uh, yeah, but depending on what they are, they, they can cost, like, up to five bucks, actually. Yeah, I mean, mm. Microsoft just wants to milk you for everything you got. And, they, I mean, people talk about will it live ever be free. It's like, no, it'll never be free because people keep paying for it. That's yep. a good point. It went free on PC because nobody was using it. Nobody was, no PC player is going to waste their money on a half-assed system like that. That's true. Well, I think a lot of people don't realize that that's actually what Windows Live actually was. Windows Live is, is pretty much the Xbox, uh, I don't want to say interface, but the Xbox network system on PCs. And it failed miserably because what people had was better, better. already. Yeah. yeah. Now, Xbox does have the cool... Universal buddy list, which is very beneficial and is lacking on the PC, but there's like what I talked about before. There's a lot of alternatives like Xfire and Steam and whatnot. But as far as a plug-and-play experience goes, for your everyday uh, gamer, you know the the 18-year-old kid who actually uh, doesn't give a crap about networking or anything like that. He's uh, oh, Dan's calling me. I think he's I think he's down for the count. <laughs> Hang on, hang on one second. I'm gonna put him on speakerphone. Let's see if we can actually hear him. All right, um, do it over the phone. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hey, Dan, can you hear us? Dan? Dan? Apparently, his phone's broken too. I, I can hear little hellos. Hello, Dan. Are you there? Are you sure you turned on the speakerphone? Hey, wait. Dan, can you hear us? I can hear you. Ah, okay. What awesome. about Dan? Hello. Thanks for your final two words. We were actually going to go around and do that. I, I'm glad we, we actually got yours. 
good summation. Yeah. Yep. Do you, do you have any like funny funny last words you want to add to the show before we go? Thanks for the heads up. No All right, talk to talk to you later. Thanks, bud. All right, later. See, that is not just uh, America. If you go to the capital city in, in in Norway, which is Oslo, there's a McDonald's on every street block. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's on every corner and a fast internet experience in every house. Yeah. So, how are you Norwegians fatter than what we are? Uh, Where are you? Uh. Per, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe just me, but not Norway as a whole. <laughs> uh, but um, I mean, there's a lot of mountains here. We we walk up hills a lot, so that sort of gets us in shape, I suppose. Wait, I think I think just the walking in general does it. We don't walk anywhere. Walking's oh, for All right, some. yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, getting back into it, uh, as far as the Xbox Live experience, it's it's super easy for um, uh, a total non-gamer to be able to just go to the store, pick it up, throw it, you know, throw it underneath their TV, you know, put a coax cable underneath it, or uh, you know, run a, a you know a Cat Five into it and turn it on and go, and you can play. You know, yeah. it's yeah. really easy. I also want to mention that uh, as opposed to the PSN games, uh, every Xbox Live game has a demo. No matter what, that's actually their policy. Right. So, it's, are you sure? It, yeah. Uh, Xbox Live game, I, I, so a downloadable game, not retail games. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. So, you know, it's it's much easier to to find out what kind of games you want to buy and stuff. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Um I do hate the um, the pay, payment system though with the Microsoft points. Yeah. Um, yes. They they hide a lot of stuff in the fine print too. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I suppose the, it's, um, I suppose it's to get people to buy the, you know, the avatar clothes or the the backgrounds or whatever, just because you know I have 150 points left. What am I going to do with it? But <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I uh, to, to kind of backtrack a little bit. What Mats is talking about is like if you wanted to buy just a song for a rock band or something like that, instead of just paying the two dollars for that song, you've got to pay ten dollars for you know 1,200 Microsoft points or whatever it is that you get, six. and then you. And then you've got all these extra points kind of laying around. You've got nothing to do with them. So you start flipping through, like, oh, what do I do with my 300 extra points? And so, you know, if you're a dumbass like me, you'll end up, you know, dressing up like Sam Fisher with a fucking lightsaber. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true. If you're on my buddy list, you will see my avatar is dressed up like Sam Fisher. See, now I, have to, now I have to turn on Xbox just to check that out. <laughs> Which, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I hate those stupid avatars. <laughs> I hated that they just decided to straight copy the Wii. Yeah. I mean, when it with the Wii, I got it because like they're the fun, cutesy company, whatever. But having the Xbox do that, it was just that was just another nail in the coffin for me. Why I didn't want it anymore. Here's the funny thing, though, um, with both the avatars and the and the home avatars, uh, I can't get them to look like me. But with the Wii's, 
I could do it at once because the, the less detail, the more you're allowed to imagine what it would look like and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's it's true. much easier to make someone that actually looks like you, the more simplistic the design is. Uh, I'm actually on on, an, on a funny note about that. I'm actually freakishly good about making avatars that look like myself. And my wife, whenever she sees me playing a video game, like any of the Tiger Woods games, where my my avatar looks almost identical to me, she's like, "Why do you do that? It's creepy." <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, yeah. in the end, Xbox is actually trying to do improvements, um, and I know I'm supposed to be the one that's supposed to be defending Xbox, but to be honest with you, the improvements that they're making don't feel like genuine improvements. They just feel like another way to, you know, gain some scratch. Like the, um, you know, the Facebook integration, the, the Netflix, uh, Netflix integration, that kind of stuff doesn't seem like it's yeah. really no, for the user. Yeah, I, I don't it, really get that either. It's like, it's, why would... I want to do that. For me, it's basically them checking off boxes. Every yeah. possible sort of uh, service they'll do. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, they have Twitter as well, don't they? And uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. So I mean, that's and why. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but why doesn't <laughs> Xbox have a freaking web browser in it? They're adding all these stupid services and stuff. Well, I shouldn't say stupid. They're, a lot of people like them. But, like, <laughs> the, the thing with Netflix drove me nuts. If you, if you subscribe to Netflix, you can go to your internet browser and watch movies online. Yeah. But be, because freaking Xbox wants to make you pay for live you they don't give you a damn internet browser so you can go and do whatever you want it is really unfortunate that they don't have an internet browser because considering how many people are actually getting like the keyboards and stuff for their for their um uh controllers and everything like that a nice net browser for your television in your living room would actually make a whole lot of sense mm. i mean that's that's my biggest thing with microsoft is they want to choke you they're like <laughs> the Xbox is like the Apple of the console world. I hate Apple because of all their restrictions too. But, <laughs> but okay, so, so I'm gonna say something positive about uh, the the Xbox experience right now, uh, just because I think we're dumping on it a lot. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. To, but sorry to cut you off. <laughs> but uh, one thing I'm gonna say is that they have uh, the upper hand on both uh, Wii, PS3, and PC actually. Everyone has a microphone. People actually right. talk is, on the Xbox. True. That, they don't that is on PC unless you're on... Sorry. What? I said that's also a negative at the same time. Yeah. Because you, you constantly hear and you're, you're gay. You're stupid. You're wrong. You noob. Why'd you do that? You noob. You're gay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. It's it's a double-edged sword. I think I think he's right though. The fact that every controller or every system that they sell actually has a microphone and you know a controller. Everything like that actually is a huge point to it. And and the fact that everybody's on it right now is also another huge selling point for it as well. Because yeah. if you've got gamer friends, they've, they've got a 360 most likely. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah. I mean, heck, when I play games online with Patrick, um, it's on 360, you know? Um, so oh, That is kind of how it goes. Even though he's also a big PC guy, so well he's he's a big PC guy now because we just we just built him one. <laughs> he honestly when he and, and this kind of goes back to Steam when he actually built his PC and uh, and he was just looking at all the cool stuff he could do with Steam he was like oh my god this is awesome and like he he was putting up Facebook messages saying stuff like he wants to be buried with his PC and everything so <laughs> <laughs> I created a monster. <laughs> oh boy. 
Yeah, uh, let's let's actually move into the PlayStation Network experience. Um, usability mods. What do you what do you think? Pretty easy or relatively hard? What do we what do we to expect? I'm gonna give them a point uh, with the with the redesign of the PSN store. I think they have the most accessible store. Um, okay. Uh, the problem with uh, with Wii is that it just doesn't really work well, um, and the problem with Xbox is you just you have to go through too many pages to actually find and buy the game. Um, with the PSN, all you have to do is click news uh, or new games or whatever, um, go down the the very uh, you know um, structured list and and see the image of the game and the name of the game. Click the game, click buy. So th- then you have it. Then you yeah, always- you could even. You can even sort by like genre. So if you're like, yeah. I really, really want to play an RPG this weekend, but I, you know, I don't know what else out there. You can actually go into their RPG list and see what you haven't played and possibly try something new. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's also free. It offers pretty much all the same services as Xbox, except for one, which is really, really big, uh, which is cross-game chat, voice chat, yeah. uh, which means you yeah. can't actually talk to a person playing a different game than you, uh, except from a text chat function. Um, which they had added recently, actually. So they had they didn't even have that for a while, and you have to had to mail each other. But uh, that's basically the only big part they're missing. They also have a lot more dedicated servers. Uh, every game has a few servers at least ded- dedicated. Uh, whereas yeah, so Xbox they do have and, dedicated servers. Yeah. On on PS3, yeah. Um, right. While on Xbox, not so much. Uh, some of the games do, but they're very rare. Um. Uh, well, for you guys in America, you have a very, very good movie and uh, and TV show store, uh, which you can yep. buy and rent HD movies and TV shows from. Yep. Uh, we don't have that in Europe yet, so I'm kind of pissed about that. Um, but we <laughs> do have um, what's called, at least parts parts of Europe has what's called um, uh, VidZone, I think. Uh, and that's basically... Uh, a huge, huge, huge network of uh, of uh, music videos. So uh, any conceivable music video that you can think of, you can search and stream in HD. And that's I, I think that's a really big feature, actually. Um, uh, you guys don't have that in, in America, unfortunately. And even I don't no. have it because it's not in Scandinavia yet, but it will be after after Christmas. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's a pretty good service. I don't really have that many complaints about it. Uh, the voice chat needs needs some work, and uh, and the buddy system should be a lot easier. You should be able to join each other's games and stuff like that. But yeah, it works pretty well. I I have to agree with you. The uh, the buddy system definitely does need some work. Um, I would also wish that uh, I really wish there was a way to hardwire a um, a microphone into the into the PS3's port, um, like the 360 version. Um, or actually, when they sell a three or a PS3, they should include like you know the cheapest possible Bluetooth connection you know headset that they've got, um, because that's a major detriment to them is mm-hmm. is not being able to chat with people that you're playing with you know right out of the box like 360s. I did hear a lot of people complain about that when. Well, was, seriously, it, was... it is a big problem. Um... I played actually I, I forgot to mention that in the games we've been playing, but I played some Battlefield 19, 1943 this week, and yeah. one person on the server with 20 people was actually t- talking, um, yeah. except, except for myself of course, um, right. and um, it's it's annoying because you can't really strategize, you can't really coordinate. Uh, it's just uh, a wild uh, you know pack of loose dogs just running in every direction shooting stuff. It's not really uh, it's it, winning comes down to who has the best shooters, who has the 
the people that get a lot of headshots and stuff. It doesn't really come out down to team play, which is right. basically the appeal of especially a Battlefield game. So it, it ruins a lot. Um, yeah. So out of the box, it's not nearly as complete of an experience as 360, you know, no. probably because of that one function. Yeah, uh, and the buddy system, of course. And, uh, and the buddy system. And the cross-voice chats. I guess we have to agree that as a universal communication not device, but system. Xbox has the one up on everything just because it's all in one spot and it mm. comes standard. Right. Which like is, you can talk which to is anyone what, and all which, that stuff. Which is what they use to justify the price. Um, the PSN is free, though, um, and it's definitely catching up. Um, I'm, I was surprised that they didn't include cross-game voice chat in the latest update. Um, yeah. But uh, I think they will. Um Speaking to the PC, I mean, it's not universal, but I believe both X-Fire and Steam have voice yeah. chats yeah. built into them. I think we even used a group voice chat on uh, when we did the Killing Floor demo. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, even though Killing Floor itself did not have an in-game voice chat thing, we were actually still able to use Steam no, actually, voice chat to talk to each other. Actually, Killing have. Floor did. Oh, it did? Yeah. Yeah, it did. But we didn't we didn't use it that way at first though, did we? No. No. We were kind of going back and forth. We were kind of newbie about it. Yeah. But I just <laughs> thought, I didn't even know Steam had that as like the group chat, the group voice chat. I had never even used it before then. Yeah. So 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 you could actually I mean in that sense, I could be playing Fallout and I could be talking to my brother online who's playing like Killing Floor or something like that. We're totally two different rooms, two totally two different games, but you can use Steam as your your overlay and and talk to each other. Yeah. yeah, and you can do the same thing on Xbox. Yeah, and you know what's actually really nice about Steam, and this this actually needs to be said, is by in any game, if you're running it through Steam, if you just hit Shift Tab, it'll actually kind of go back to your to you know to your interface kind of thing. So if you wanted to actually browse what games and stuff they had for sale, or even if you just wanted to like click on new um, people to talk to, you can you can totally do that. Yep. Um, Steam has come a long way. Um, yes. Because what? when it first when it first came out with Half Life Two, it was the bane of every PC gamer's experience. What game was it that allowed you to uh, to uh, the the uh, NPC to take or the computer to take over when you went AFK again? Was that Left for Dead? It was Left for Dead. Yeah, left for Dead. That was, was a, that was, was a, brilliant. Yeah, that was pretty awesome actually. <laughs> yeah, it was brilliant. The uh, we were actually talking about that last night. Uh, Nate and I were playing. Um, uh, what the hell was it? A Lego Star Wars. And yeah. I, love the, I love the fact that like when I got up to go grab another beer, I could just hit start and then say drop out and then go grab my beer and whatever, and the game continues on as though it didn't need me in the first place. And it didn't. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and when I got back to the sticks, I just hit the start button and I was back in the game again. I mean, more co-op game needs more co-op games need stuff like that. Yeah. I bet that takes a certain degree of simplicity though for a game to work that way. I don't know for sure, but I'm just thinking about Left 4 Dead is pretty simple. You, yeah, you know, it's mm. aim and shoot and run and hide and call for help and type of stuff. Right, right. Oftentimes, I remember people telling me that they would actually use that feature as a cheat in Left 4 Dead because they weren't good enough themselves to deal with the zombies, but the NPC I were. Can't, I can't stand that type of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good enough, so I'm going to cheat. It's like, what the hell is the point in playing a game if you're not playing the game? I can't stand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that you know what? I think that's a, a big detriment to actually PC gamers is there's a lot more cheaters on there. This a is, lot more. This is true. Yep. This is true. 
Yeah. That is I, a very unfortunate PC gaming problem. You want to hear something funny, actually? There are some cheaters on the consoles I've heard about that actually attach a, you know, a light switch to their internet connection or internet cord, and then they, they you know, the hotwire, they, they hardwire the, um, the cables into the light switch, so they can actually flip the connection on and off, which makes them jump across the map and, and uh, avoid shots. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. I hate people, man. <laughs> it's like, what is the... Is your self-esteem that low? I mean, apparently... I, when I was trying to play Street Fighter 4 online, my self-esteem hit an all-time low. Cause <laughs> I couldn't even punch people before getting beaten to a pole. But at that point, you know, I just stopped. I tried to find some people who were on my level, but most of the people online are crazy good yeah but you know, rather than cheating and just letting some computer win a fight for me i just you know stopped i'll play single player and try and get better that's funny <laughs> well let's uh let's actually i guess we should probably start wrapping this up we've been we've been at it for a little while um dan already gave us his his round uh his overall uh impressions now um uh, if you were to rank them as uh, i don't know if you want to say by favorite or if by uh by functionality, which ones do you think is actually the best? Um, how would you rank them? One, two, three, four. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say 360 as as the first one, just by functionality. Um, I do think the price hurts a lot. Uh, as as the most complete, uh, featureful um, uh, experience. Um, then I'm gonna say PC, uh, then PSN, and then uh, Wii. Um. PSN, I, I think, could uh, could uh, could overtake um, could overtake uh, at least PC uh, in terms of functionality, just because it ha- does have the universal body system as well. They just need to improve it a bit. Uh, I think they have a long way to go to take uh, to take Xbox. I do think it's possible though. Um, the PC will always have that problem with people using different services like Steam and Xfire and stuff. Right. So, so I do think that's a de- detriment to them. Um, we will never be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this right now: they have to rethink the entire interface to make that thing work. Um, Instead of just naming it a buddy code and hoping yeah. that people, you know. Yeah, the buddy code needs to go, and for that to happen, you have to have a Wii 2 or something. Uh, in my, uh, well, that's my theory, theory at least. Um, but yeah, Xbox is definitely the most feature-rich and, and uh, well, proof. It, it does prove itself to be the best by having the most uh, active users. Um, then again, PC does have, you know, WoW and stuff like that, which have the best, you know, community system in the world, if you ask me. Um, but yeah, 360 is the best. All right, Nate. What about you? What's your What's your breakdown? Well, I'm all PC. Uh, I would I would always choose PC over the consoles. As far as functionality and community, I would have to say that the Xbox has the most unified community. But I still don't want to pay for it, and I I just I'm not going to. The PlayStation appeals to me because it's free, but from what I've heard, like when it first started out especially, the PSN wasn't very good at all from what I understood. Mm. And it's slowly been developing and getting better. And when did the buddy list finally get added? Because they didn't even have that when it first started. No, they did. It just 
it was just that. It was the bubbliness, but you couldn't really do anything with it. Uh, yeah, but I I prefer the freedom of the PC, and I would always say to go PC first. It requires a little more education, but it's always better to have the full freedom. Plus, I use my compute, computer for just about everything. I guess maybe some people would have a harder time justifying building or buying a computer for just games, but I use mine for work and everything. So, mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, my breakdown, I, I, you know, I think listeners should probably know this about me beforehand. I hate multiplayer games. Like I used to love, you know, big, <laughs> big deathmatch games. The only kind of multiplayer games I like are actually co-op games because then there's no like, I don't know. That you don't lose. That, well, I don't want to say that you don't lose, that you're not constantly screwed by your teammates. You know what I mean? Like, at least you guys are all working towards a common goal. I, I, mm. I can't, uh, I don't know. There's just, I, I see the worst in humanity when I play multiplayer, like, deathmatch games. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Why did you just team kill me kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, or, or, or what the hell is wrong with you people? How did you get this good? Don't you have a life? Right. <laughs> yeah. So and but not only that, um, I you know ever since I was a kid, I, I'm more immersed in in single player games. I I much prefer a game like Bioshock or Batman: Arkham Asylum to um, I don't want to yeah I guess to even like Battlefield 2142 or an online Halo experience. Um, you know I I I like that kind of gaming better. Um, so that being said, I think my probably my favorite uh, system choice would probably be PC at top because. Um, I can still talk with all my friends. I can still uh, download demos. I can still like uh, modify my games and everything like that. Um, but at the same time, still have an awesome single-player experience um, and not have to pay for it. I, PSN, I'm probably going to have second um, because it's got everything that I want, um, but for cheaper. Um, and and actually faster servers, too. Like For me to download a demo um, to my PS3, Actually, they download a ton faster than they do on my 360. So if I were to go and, and start up on both of them to start downloading the Batman Arkham Asylum demo, it'd be done on the PS3 first. Um, and maybe that's just because there's less users on PSN. I don't know. Um, and uh, I don't know. I 360 would probably be third and, and Wii would be last. Because um, I don't even think Wii really has like a... I mean, it is kind of a network interface, but um, it's functional. But they no, do. It's they, not. Need to, they need to go back. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> they need to go back to the. They really do. They need to go back to the drawing board. I mean, as yeah. far as as far as like Xbox Live, I gotta say, man, I it really does chap my ass that I've got to pay fifty bucks for something I'm getting for free everywhere else. And I know it's a tired argument, but I mean, for fifty dollars, I can go out and buy a whole different game. Yeah. yeah, but you still do though. What? I still do go out and buy a whole other game. No, you still do pay fifty bucks. I do it just because I, you know, I want to be able to have that experience to tell our readers about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, it for me, it's not even necessary. I had so many people arguing with me. It's fifty bucks a year. It's not like the biggest chunk of change you'll ever spend, but it's more principle for me than it is the money. It's if they were providing servers and stuff for the games to play on, then I'd consider it worth it. But I'm not paying fifty bucks a year for a buddy list. Yeah. In the end, if I'm playing a multiplayer game and I cannot play it on my PC, I'm going to be playing it on the 360 just because the gamers are there. Like, um, I tried to play um, Army of Two the other day on my, my PlayStation. I think I left it sitting there for like 45 minutes and nobody ever showed up to, you know, complete the other buddy. So, I, I, I don't think, know if it's... Um, 
to, to go on that, I, I think it's important to also mention what gamers are there. Um, you know, it's been long said that the PS3 has more mature gamers, um, as 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 you know, the random picks of a, of a quick uh, quick join. Um, so I think it does have that as an advantage. Of course, you can't really tell because they, you know, they can't they don't talk. talk. To you. Yeah, so. right. Maybe that's maybe that's why people think they're mature because they're, yeah. <laughs> they're dicks. They're just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I I played uh, the first time I played Resident Evil Five. Um, I was like, oh, this is so awesome! I'm gonna play co-op, and somebody else is gonna be that Sheva girl, and you know, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> I got through the. I got through the first level. The guy who was playing Sheva, of course, you know, neither of us were using our mics at the time, but the guy who was playing as Sheva sold his pistol and then quit the game. So my <laughs> Sheva was like useless. She was running around going, ah, oh, cover me, cover me, because she didn't have a gun. <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, it was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> um, also, I mean, I, I, when I buy a multiplayer game, I consider what, um, I mean, what kind of friends I, I'd be playing with it with. Uh, I actually do have Castle Crashers on on 360, but once it comes out on PSN, I think I'm gonna just buy it again, um, if only to play with Kip, because uh, I think he's gonna get it as well, and he doesn't have a 360 right now. So Kip would be funny as hell playing that game. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, uh, it's mix or match. Yeah. Uh, I, I, since Randy said his bit about being a single player, I should say I am totally the multiplayer gamer. Half the time when I buy a game that has single player and multiplayer, I don't even play the single player until I've played like a week of multiplayer. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I always go straight to the multiplayer. I don't care very much for single player games. I, I enjoy them if they're good enough, but for the most part, I just can't get into them. I'm the other way around. I I, I do play both um, quite a lot actually, especially when it comes to shooters. Shooters, I prefer them uh, multiplayer. But um, I do play the single player first anyway, just because I I consider it um, a way to teach me how to play the game. Um, and I mean, some things you just can't miss, um, like the Call of Duty campaign, for example. Yeah, that that was good. I mm. did play through all that. I enjoy that. Yeah. All right, well, I guess that should probably about wrap it up for this week. We, uh, I think we beat all of them to death, you know? We're, we're kind of happy with most of them and wish they were all better, and that's about it. <laughs> so come on back next week where the whole topic is going to be nothing but Mott's mom on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling quotes, translation. Uh, Ron, do you want to pimp some stuff first? Yeah, first of all, I want to pimp uh, HeroicDreams.com, actually, um, which is actually Nate's site. So if you happen to be uh, a new listener and you wanted to check out some of uh, other Nate's work, actually scroll to the bottom of our page. Uh, check out Heroic Dreams graphic design. Um, also, again, if you haven't done so, please enter the contest. Uh, it's for a really badass little handheld console. That thing, I think it, the MSRP is $200, and uh, if I had 200 extra scratch laying around, I would absolutely pick one up for myself. And remember, uh, it doesn't just play games. It plays movies, music, and everything. So. And you know what? Dan, I was talking to Dan about it. He said that the only thing that it wouldn't run well was, like, he loaded it up with some, high, like, crazy high-res um, movie that I guess the resolution was just too high for it to handle. But he said, like, everything else looked gorgeous on it. Mm. It's actually, it's the only handheld game out there, a handheld gaming platform out there that has an OLED screen. You know? Ooh, nice. Yeah. So that means a very high con- contrast ratio. Oh, yeah. It's like gorgeous. 
you can you can play it out like in the center of the sun and and you'll still be able to see the screen as though it's like you're looking at a piece of paper. It's gorgeous. Of course, of course you'll be burning, but you know that's right. That's what we have to deal with. <laughs> I'm at the center of the sun and I'm enjoying my GP2X Wiz. Um, <laughs> um, anything else? Do I want to pimp anything else for the site? Well, as usual, I want you all to join the Facebook group. Um, I want you to subscribe to the YouTube channel and I want you to rate and review the podcast, um, which I still really, really, really uh, think you ought to actually do this time. Um, <laughs> to listening to this and just go, ah, the other guys will do it because, you know, they don't. You have to do it. Shit, you know what? We forgot one final thing. I'm going to answer the question real quick. Uh, Keck actually, uh, Keck, there was a user question from Keck, and he was asking what we were expecting or, or hoping to see coming out of PAX. And uh, Keck, actually, the only thing I'm expecting out of Ke- uh, PAX is actually just more cool game footage of, you know, fall releases. That's yeah. it. I'm not really expecting any big announcements to come from there this year. You know, I think last year was kind of the odd exception to the rule because E3 stunk so bad that year. I think last time I actually paid attention to anything out of PAX was before Haze come out came out because they yeah. had they had, they had a lot of gameplay and news from the Haze guys um, on yeah. PAX. Of course, Haze yeah, turned out to suck, but <laughs> yeah, I mean PAX PAX looks like an awesome show, and I absolutely want to go. And uh, I if they do a Boston show, I'll probably go up to Boston and do it. But you know, out in Seattle, I won't be able to. But uh, um, no, it looks like a fun show, and I wish I could go, but I'm not expecting too much to come out of it. Yep. All right, that's All it. Right. Mots, Mots, Kip, and Nate, and uh, Dan already died, so we'll talk to you guys later. Alrighty. Signing out. <laughs> later.